hi guys happy holidays happy good friday oh i should actually say happy new year because i haven't posted or recorded a podcast episode until today since last year forgive my manners forgive me i promise to do better by god's grace so what in the season you know is that the season where jesus died and resurrected for mankind to redeem us from our sins and to reconcile us back to him my message is very simple i'll be taking the book of john chapter 3 verse 16 and i'll be bringing out a few things from that scripture to emphasize the definition of love and the proof of love john 3 16 says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but will do what but shall have everlasting life so one thing i would like to draw from there is that for god so loved the world that he gave you can rephrase it to mean the proof of my love that's god saying the proof of my love is that i gave and i didn't just give something that wasn't of i didn't i didn't just give something trivial i didn't just give something i could easily let go of i gave my only begotten son and my reason for giving him was so that whosoever believes in him would not perish but would have everlasting life so the giving wasn't even meant to favor me the the giver the giving was meant to favor the people i was giving the people receiving my gift whosoever believes in him would not perish so that means the plan after the fall of man after god tempted adam and eve in the garden and they fell they died not like physical death but the access and the fellowship and the koinonia and the intimacy that they had with god in the garden of eden was torn so god's plan had been ruined quote unquote but there was a need there was a need for god to restore us back to him which was why someone that was like god had to come in the form of man and die so that we would have that same access to god and he had to die his blood had to be shed because where there's shedding of blood there's remission of sin i'm not really sure how that scripture goes but in the olden days they used to kill animals Killing animals was like offering sacrifices, atoning, trying to atone for our sins. But Jesus Christ came and he's offered, he shed his blood on the cross of Calvary and he died once and for all. His dying for us was so that we would have everlasting life, we would not perish and we would have unhindered and unlimited access to God the Father. So when God, when God sees us, he sees the righteousness of God in us because Christ died for us. Christ died in our place. Rather than 
rather than face the punishment and the consequences of our sins christ died so that we may have life and we may have it abundantly so now that christ has died all that we have to do is believe in him whoever believes in him shall not perish so his dying gave us everlasting life that's why it says for whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life so for me that's like the purest form of love and he didn't just die for and the thing the beautiful thing about it is that he did this while we were yet sinners meaning that we did not deserve what he did for us that's like do you understand what it means for someone to do something for you despite you not deserving it like you don't deserve it but this person just oh okay not because of myself but because this person because of the love i have for this person even though this person does not deserve this thing i would do it for them because in the long run it will benefit them even though it would hurt me even though it would cost me a little pain and discomfort and this in this case jesus's death was not just little pain he was tortured he was mocked he was laughed at he was bruised i mean they pierced his side at the point blood they come out from his side they put the crown of thorns on his head but all that was for his purpose all that was for him to redeem us that's why he says that it's scripture says that we're redeemed by his blood all this was for a bigger picture so when christ died at the end of the day there was victory there was victory over death and that's why the bible says at the end of the day Christ has been given a name above every other name. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So this person that died for you gave himself up. He was literally the sacrificial lamb. He laid, he literally laid his life for you, not for himself but so that you can have eternal life. You can have access to God because scripture says that when Jesus Christ died. The veil in the temple, because I mean, in the olden days, for those who don't know, in the olden days, you couldn't just enter into the temple of God. It was only the chief priest who was ordained of God who could enter into the Holy of Holies and perform certain purification rites and the like. And he couldn't just even just go there anyhow. They had to chain, they had to chain his leg, so that for every time he's going in. There's no guarantee that he would come out. If any little any little mistake he makes, he's dead. And once he dies, no other person can enter into the temple. So they had to tie that chain so that in case he dies, they will be able to pull him out. Now that was the time of Moses, that was the time of the law. But once Christ died, he came to fulfill the law. So upon his death the veil was torn and from that moment forth we have access to him we have access to the father of god we have we have access to the throne room of god we can come boldly before the throne of grace so christ's death was sacrificial and it is of immense benefits to us as christians there are so many benefits of the death of Christ. This that's not the purpose of this podcast. But what I'm trying to bring out is that if you reflect deeply, you would see that God is love. So for him to have shown us what love is, he had to prove 
his love for us by giving us his only begotten son to die for us so that all we have to do we don't have to kill bulls and lambs all we have to do is believe believe in him and we would have everlasting life we would have eternal life so love is equals to giving love is giving anybody that keeps anybody that claims to love you that cannot give you something doesn't really love you with the god's standard of love now i'm not talking about the kind of love that i'm not talking about the kind of giving that expects something in return the kind of okay I gave you now, so you must give me in return. I'm talking about this selfless kind of giving that doesn't expect anything in return. Bible says in Matthew 7, 7, ask and it shall be given unto you. So it's the kind of giving that as long as the person asks you, you're willing to give, not minding the fact that you might not get anything in return, notwithstanding the fact that the person might not be able to give you back what you've given them. So let's be grateful. This Easter season, let's reflect, let's be grateful. That God gave us the perfect gift, He gift of Himself. He died for us while we were yet sinners. We did not deserve it, we did not merit it, but in His mercy, He gave us, He gave, He gave that we might have. So let's always remember that the greatest, one of the greatest ways you can prove that you love is by giving. You cannot claim to love somebody and you cannot part with something so that they can have. If you're so selfish and self-centered and it's, you'd rather receive than give, then you don't really love because the scriptures, scripture says it, it is more blessed to give than to receive. By giving, you're blessing. Because the Bible says give and it shall be given unto you. Good measures pressed down, shaken together. God never shall men give unto your person. So it didn't say receive and it shall be received unto you. It says give. And it shall be given unto you. So it's the, the, the key to receiving is in giving, basically. So God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So if you want to receive from God, give him. That's why the Bible says in Romans 12 that we should offer our bodies as a living sacrifice unto God. God has given us his son to die for us and all we have to do is believe and we have everlasting life so in return for that sacrificial and selfless giving the least we can do is give him our hearts give him our lives give him our give him our bodies worship him love him keep his commandments abide in him dwell in him make him happy if someone give up his only begotten son for you and as a result of that you have so many privileges rights authorities you are filled with power you can do all things through christ will strengthen him you can there's so many promises there's so many promises that, that we as believers have if if all that is yours because someone gave his only begotten son the least you could do is give in return give yourself to him in return not because not because how do i say this you're giving you're giving back to God doesn't even favor God. That's the thing. God will still be God. You're giving back to God doesn't even favor God. It favors you. Because when you give to him, he in return blessings he return he in return blessings you. So I hope that this is that we'll be reminded of the fact that God loves us and he showed us his love by dying for us while we were yet sinners. And that if anyone claims to love us, 
one way we can test or take their word for it that they indeed love us is how much are they willing to give to us how much are they willing to give so that we can have that's all for now so i guess over time i will try to be as consistent as consistent as possible with more content and yeah that'll be all happy holidays everyone